We'll do it live. on, you tubanites. Uh, welcome to Lords of the Lawn Box and a Merry Christmas to you and yours. I hope you guys are having a uh, happy, safe holiday season. Come and quarantine with us for the next 30 to 45 minutes as we uh, talk some comic book lists. And this is your favorite top 11 of the year. So let's kick it off in some festive music that's going to get blocked in ho, uh, Korea. Ho, ho. Uh, Dubai, I think. Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. I think Syria uh, well, and Iran. So those okay. folks, sorry about that, but this uh, uh, Led Zeppelin uh, doesn't damn, like you man. to watch their music. They get auto pause down there. <laughs> All right, but here, here's some music while you guys congregate to get you in the festive mood. Mary Zeppelin for you, blocked in Iran, Syria, Korea. And the, the, the Jimmy Page doesn't want you. You know what? If they have a VPN, then they can see it. There you go, man. But hey, welcome to the uh, probably the last show before Christmas, man. Uh, if we do have a shakers list, I don't know if we do it because it's on Christmas Eve, maybe during the day, like noon, since everybody's working and I don't want to, you know, everybody's busy. So maybe I'll drop it myself. But Christmas Day, we're going to ask something special. But once again, this is the Cover Price Top 10 brought to you, our friends at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com, sign up for a two-week free trial for all your comic price guides, need collections and trends. And this list very here on here. Also, our friends over at Rocket Comics, tell the Lord sent you get 20% off your pressing order. Also, our friends at KRS Comics. Go over to KRSComics.com. Use discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives. And we're all rocking our Lord's hoodies. You don't get the red one since that's a special variant. But uh, go over to our friends. Yep, the geeky swag shop right now. Get your Lord's long box hoodie. It is straight chilling out there. Speaking of straight chilling, my man, Santa Otto, say what's up. What's up, everybody? Good to see everybody. I got out of the restaurant early. The tips were fine. So got off the sleigh and head down the chimney. And here I am with you guys tonight. So I'm excited to be here. Speaking about heading in the chimney, my man, Dark Side Jedi, say what's up. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, everybody? Um, Should special... be ho, ho, ho. Oh, well, hey, 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 ho, ho, ho. <laughs> we got to go. Um, uh, I want to say happy birthday to my son, Gavin. He turned 14 today. I wasn't oh, expecting to be on, but they left early, went back to their mom. So I am here with you. Happy birthday to Gavin. And uh, you guys will see uh, Ryan on his Oculus Quest later on tonight yeah. for the next 24 hours straight. Shout out to everybody in the live chat Six Faced Comics, Wesley's Comics, Spineworks Comics. Everybody's got comics in the name. Sean Miller Grunt Comics. <laughs> Victoria Payjack. Will Scoey asks, How many Star Wars books will there be this day? And they, I set the over under at three and a half. So place your bets in Ooh. now. Uh, three and a half. Winner gets a Marvel No Prize. Ooh. Seth Lordney and JLS Comics holding it down with the wrench. Uh, shout out to our friends uh, uh, 
Uh, all the fellow lords going to make it today. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas to all of yous out there. Let's get right to it, boys and girls. As a usual, this is the cover price top 10. It is always one book that almost cracks the top 10, but doesn't quite get there. And that book today is the runner-up, and that book is this one. Ooh. Young Avengers Five number one from 2005. Young Avengers is proving itself to be one of the most important books for Phase 4 of the MCU Pact. With first appearances, we already had two confirmed members of the MCU. Will Speed and Wiccan be next in WandaVision? Yeah, never know. We're just saying maybe so. I've always uh, touted this book as uh, it's the next wave of, of hot books that people spec on are team books that feature multiple first appearances. I mean, if you think about it, Giant Size X-Men is a really one that kicked it off. But there's modern ones, Young Avengers, New Ages of Atlas, uh, Strange Academy. All these books are team books. Uh, it sold 20 copies, had a seven-day trend of 113%, had a high sale of 500 for a CDC wow. 9.8. And this is just the regular cover. There's a director's cut, which is half color, half black and white. And there's a sketch cover, which is the probably the most rarest of them. That's the um, our old Wizard World uh, LA book. one of those? I sure do. I got a 9.8 signed by the artist Jim Chung. I cracked a CBCS 9.8 and I got it um, pressed by my man and facilitated by Rocket Comics. And uh, Jim Chung signed it at WonderCon for me and it kept a 9.8. So uh, one of the there few. You go. Uh, I I always said I would never, ever do that. So, uh, But, you know, the only time I do make an exception if it's PGX or CBCS. So mm -hmm. luckily. I kept the 9.8. And also, you have to have a good eye, man. Look through the slab to see if there's anything that would keep it from. Because I've seen 9.8s that have a, like an imperfection in it. And if you're cracking it, you're asking oh, for trouble. Hey, yep. I, I cracked a 9.6 not paying attention. It came back a 9.0 because it had a rusted staple. Oh, right. And I didn't cool. notice it. Yep. That was crushing, crushing. It was super Sun crushing. Even if it's on a big old, key, yeah. Even if it's an old label, man, you still got to use your, uh, your experience as a collector and look through the slab or ask your presser say hey man you know look through the slab and tell me if it's worth cracking you know and get a professional opinion just because it's old or a certain thing no. it doesn't mean it's always going to be pressable uh ask roger that that's right that's right <laughs> so oh, use your cop use your spidey sense and figure it out all right let's move on to and let's start off with number 10 what do we got for number 10 boys well number 10 is our first star wars book of the night um lock in your over-unders this is Star Wars number two. Uh, this book is still climbing after the Disney summon announcement of Obi-Wan Kenobi on the Disney Plus series. His first appearance in this issue has been a long undervalued book as it also features the first Han Solo, Chewbacca, Millennium Falcon, Jabba the Hutt, and Death Star. Always, we've always said this is... That's right. Go oh, ahead, finish it. Yeah, for sure. It sold 46 copies and had a seven-day trend of 100%. And a high sale of $999.99 for it's a CPC. It's a thousand. It's rounded off. It's round up. We've always said on this channel why, when all the Star Wars books are picking up, even when the last uh, um, series uh, trilogy came out and uh, Han Solo was in it and then he died, spoiler alert. Yep. But we always say, hey, man, why isn't this book moving up? And not because I have two raw copies either, but uh, right. I would say it, it's even hard to find. And it's good to see that. All the Dark Horse comics and modern Marvel comics, but also the original Bronze oh, Age gee, run. Yeah, man. Yeah, are, I mean, number one is doubled in value because uh, I look at a 9.6. My 9.6 was worth about uh, 300, and wow. now it's about uh, 700. Uh, no on way. A 9, 6. 
Nine eight is, is always been expensive, but it's always been a big gap between nine six and nine eight. That's what she said. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So number ten on the list, boys and girls, is Star Wars number two from nineteen seventy seven. All right. What do we got for number nine, Otto? Number nine, we're coming down to Invincible Iron Man number one, twenty sixteen. This issue it features the first cover appearance of Riri named in a Ironheart suit. Riri. Riri, 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 Riri. You guys kept me up on this. I know you did. Uh, It's not seen in the first issue. This was the first book that heated up from the Disney investors call, okay, which confirmed her receiving her own Disney series. It sold 38 copies, had a seven-day trend of 141%, and a high sale of $35 for a near-mint plus raw copy. You can check it out on eBay. So it's heating up. We know about this. We've been talking about this forever. The Women in Power, we know Tim has that book the second and third printing. So people should be going after this book and we can see on Instagram that people are. So you guys are listening. Yeah, to it's this. actually two different volumes of invincible Iron Man. So it's uh it's number seven from one volume, number nine from another volume. One is the first appearance of Ruby Williams. And the first, another one is the first appearance and then the cameo, you know, it just goes all over the place. But this book is on this list because it's relatively expensive compared to the other books, right? You know, after everybody was snatched up the cameo and the first full appearance and everyone, now everybody's snatching this up. Pretty sure people have snatched up variants, but you know, it's Iron uh, Disney Plus. Everybody's specking hard on it. So, number nine on the list is Invincible Iron Man, number one from 2016. Remember that. This is a very specific in the order that they go. All right. What do we got for number eight, Ryan? Number eight is a book we've seen a couple times already in the past weeks. Daredevil wow, number 25. Going. It's still there. And this is the uh, normal cover, I think. Yeah, cover eight. Uh, yeah. This is a Marvel 2020 uh, release. While series are, while sales are slowing, prices are holding uh, for this first appearance of Elektra as Daredevil. Can it hang on to the top 10 next week? We'll see, I guess, right? This week yeah. it sold 70 copies and had a seven-day trend of 83% and had a high sale of $50 for a raw copy. 50 bucks for a raw copy. Wow. I, I think yeah, it's, it's going to continue to go because uh, Manimal's LCS and my LCS, they never got their shipment. And uh, they don't have any more to give out. So they gave the money back to the LCSs and, you know, mm-hmm. the diamonds like, sorry, we mess up your order, but there's no more left unless, you know, there was is there a second printing. There is a second printing and that's selling out as well. Uh, the second printing actually features Electra on the cover. So that's why people are going out and get, but basically it's just the interior of this cover where it shows Electra jumping off of a building spoiler, uh, if you right. don't know, but yeah, but it's, you know how they do reprints. They just take the best internal art. So, but in that it shows, there's a panel in daredevil 23 that shows her in the DD costume. And it just shows how weird 2020 is. Cause it's not the first time somebody else has been daredevil, but it's 2020 people jumping on it. I mean, we've talked about, just be careful, read the previews for daredevil 27 before you think this is a long-term play or anything but you know it's 2020 man you never know our number eight on the list is daredevil number 25 from i don't know two weeks ago that's right <laughs> all right number seven on the list what have we got ryan uh, oh that's, that's auto. oh that's, that's me auto. right Sorry. there i'm on it i'm on it here we go so it's not a star wars book but it's a thor book thor got a thunder thunder number two right so uh marvel 2012 and the, the investor summit also confirmed that christian bale will play the villain Gore, the God Butcher, in Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Um, out of all the hot books, this receive, this book received the most attention and excitement, causing prices to skyrocket. It sold 50 copies, had a seven-day trend of 121%, and had a high sale of $500 for a CGC 9.8. Many are wondering if Gore will wield the Necro Sword. If he does, then brace yourself for a wave of null speculation, which actually brings us to Thor, God of Thunder, number six, 
the origin of Null with a 9-8 hitting a new high of $599.99 this week uh, for a 9.8. This is already outpacing the standard cover, God of, of Thunder number two. So tons of uh, gore stuff, tons of Null stuff, the Necro Sword. Donnie Cates has been planning this for a long time. And we're going to have to see what happens with this. This is insane right now. So yeah. get those books, get them slabbed. Yeah, so just full disclaimer. So way back when we had a long-term spec list about the plans that uh, Marvel Studios had for Thor Love and Thunder, uh, we had a long-term spec list that Thor and Hercules uh, for the Thor franchise going forward from Thor Love and Thunder and on. And Gore the God Butcher was on there. Not Null, though. Um, like I well, we always say, Marvel, Disney Marvel doesn't really take really, really recent characters and put them onto the big screen. Um, Gore is from 2012. If you think about it just recently, maybe the exception being Ree Williams, right? If you think about mm-hmm. Ree Williams' first appearance is what, 2016. Uh, Null is what, 2019, 2020? No. So I'm not saying it's, no. it's... Oh, no, no, sorry. Yes. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying it's impossible, but... Um, just what Marvel's Disney's track record, you know, I'm mean, at 2012 Gore, you know, God of Thunder, very critically acclaimed book. Uh, you know, this, I, I, we can't, I mean, me and Ryan say about talk about it a lot. This is one of the best comic runs of the 2000s. I mean, hands, hands, it is, it is phenomenal. I recommend everyone buy this, uh, trade and read it. Yeah. yeah I mean, we're, people are stretching it a bit thin to, you know, to draw a line between Null and this book. But, but Null, is a, isn't he more Spider? I mean, I get that he's connected to the Well, that's why I'm but... saying is you're not going to see him in a in a Marvel movie because it's it would be a Sony property since his first appearance is technically in a Venom book. Venom, right. Sony owns the theatrical rights to that unless something else changes. So I don't care what other YouTubers or pl- bloggers or whatever saying. That null spec is great for comic books. If you think it's coming into the MCU, just pump your brakes a little bit and know it's a Sony property and Sony would have to develop it and work with Kevin Feige. Why do you think they're pulling from Jason Aaron's run? Because this is a Thor got a thunder book. It's all Marvel. It's all Disney to do whatever they want with it. Null is into that, that strange area like um, Silk and Spider-Gwen where they're kind of shared properties with Disney and Sony. So, you know, we had Gore in our long-term spec list. Nothing about no. Not saying it can happen, but just I be mean, careful. Do you think that they're gonna go to the a god, the god bomb storyline? I mean, that would just no. This be, would be oh this god. would be the god butcher. This is god the butcher. yeah. This is totally because that's why he's in this book. Uh, this whole story so good. is. It's gonna be so good. I mean, that's yeah. why we had Hercules on our long-term spec list, and now I think about it, it makes more sense. If if Gore is going through killing all the gods of Pantheon. And he runs in, and then a Hercules pops up. Oh my yeah. God, that would that would make your your, your eye sockets melt out of your fucking range, right? I mean, oh, yeah. think, right. think about introducing Hercules coming in to save Thor's ass, right? And then everybody in the comic world, that's Hercules. And then people are like, who the hell is that guy wearing a skirt? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, right. Yeah, it's Thor and Hercules. Are, it, was, it was those interesting things where technically Marvel or Disney owns the theatrical rights to it, but really nobody does since it's an old, old, you know, it's like Hans Christian Andersen, right? Anybody can really make a movie about it. You know, it's our, mm-hmm. um, it's it's just old mythologies. That's why you have multiple iterations of Thor. There's a there's an actual book right now, a comic by Neil Gaiman about the gods of Nor- uh, uh, Norse mythology. Uh, so, you know, it's a little bit of everything, but gore, very very specific to the Marvel comics and the the God Butcher storyline, which would be dope. Dope. Yeah. 
dope. That would be epic. And they almost thinking like, man, you know, the Thor, last Thor movie was kind of tongue in cheek. But I mean, no. you could almost do a trilogy of movies right. based on that run. You really should. Yeah, man. The future Thor's, the, you know, his three daughters, man. <laughs> right. All great stories to tell. I would say and another that- another run of books that I sold at an auction too early. So if you want to get good books, come to our auctions because I tend to give them away before they pop. I, s- I still have my entire run of Thor God of Thunder. So, <laughs> oh, so I think it's I. time. Yeah. I think it's time to slab these bad boys and see what yeah, I can get. Right. So, you got it. It's time to do it. Set them yeah, number seven on the list. Thor God of Thunder number two. And don't two. forget number 25, the last issue of the series. Isn't that the first appearance of uh, Jane Foster's yeah. Thor as well? It, so. After that, it led right into that storyline. Or so. number one. Right. Yeah, so man. there you go. There you go. So number seven on the list, Thor got a thunder number two from 2012. All right. What do we got for number six? Well, hell, a DC yeah, book on that. our list. Look at this. Teen Titans. In your lab. Teen Titans. I know. Right. You got to love it. it. It's kismet, right? Yeah. Teen Titans Endless Winter Special number one. This is a DC 2020 release. And this issue uh, uh, features the first appearance of Summer Zahid. This is a young girl whose metagene was activated during the Frost King's invasion, and it's thought that uh, she will appear in DC's future state. This first sold 33 copies and had a seven-day trend of 232%, had a high sale of $23 for a raw copy, though these prices have settled to about 15 with cover price um, copies popping up in between those higher sales. So this yeah. is like two weeks in a row. We get like a uh, little winter. Yeah. The DC, other one right? was really wacky, but this one. Um, so I guess it's not really a Christmas book, but you can call it a Christmas book since yeah. it's called Endless Winter. Right. So yeah. uh, first appearance of Summer Zahid. So there you go. If you had Summer Zahid on your 2020 <laughs> bingo card, then Mark uh, it you down. are winning. But hey, DC's got to get some love somewhere. Right. So number yeah. six on the list, Teen Titans Endless Winter Special. Number one from. I don't know, a couple weeks ago. All right, so if you're playing the over-under at home, what's next? We got a Star Wars book, number two. This is the second Star Wars book of the night. Yep. This is number five on our list. This is Star Wars X-Wing Rogue Squadron 1. We got another Dark Horse series, getting some love from 1995. You know, Wonder Woman 1984 director Patty Jenkins is going to take care of this. And she did such a great intro to explaining why she wanted to do this. It gave everybody the chills when she talked about it. It's set to release in December 2023. The speculation is leading towards the series featuring the original squad, giving this first Rose Squadron series a nice bump in sales and price. It sold 21 copies, had a seven-day trend of 404%, and a high sale of $85 for a raw copy. So Rogue Squadron, ready to go. Here we go. Let's see what happens with it. Interesting. The continuing Adventures of Wedge and Tilly's. Another, an, another set of books I auctioned early. Oh. Uh, so again, join the Lords of Longbox auctions. You'll get some good stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> Maybe uh, there might be, have to be one after Christmas. Wink, wink. Yeah, so a quick no. question in the live chat. Uh, Wesley says the uh, about the we were talking about no. We'll go back to that real quick. I think it was answered by Sean in the in the live chat. But uh, the question was Marvel created no, so they should own the rights. Not really. They own the comic book rights. They don't own the rights to. It, basically, Sony says anything that Spider Man created in Spider Man comics, um, they have the rights to put onto the big screen, uh, and I believe. Uh, animated movies any animated i think shows under an hour or 40 minutes or 30 minutes something like that i think um uh marvel owns the rights to if you remember their spider-man series that 30 minute uh animated series with nova and all those characters that was a marvel show uh because it showed remember it was on like disney plus or, or yeah. was it uh, uh, the disney, disney channel right disney xd 
Yeah. So there was, there's some interesting like uh, uh, contractual uh, legal things in the fine print from the Sony agreement and Marvel agreement. And obviously it tweaks a little bit and they tweaked it again when they did, Hey, we want to be able to use Peter Parker. And, and if it's done in the MCU as in Avengers film, that's all Marvel gets it. Now, if they did Spider-Man homecoming, Basically, Sony is saying, okay, we're putting up all the money, but Marvel Studios is doing all the creatives on it. They're hiring the actors and they're doing all, or excuse me, they're picking the actors and they're doing the creative side of it. But Sony gets 100% of the process. I think maybe Marvel gets a really small percentage, like 5%, 10%. But it gave Marvel or Disney the rights to say, hey, we can now take Spider-Man and put him in Avengers film. And that's totally in the MCU. I hope that makes sense. So <laughs> Spider-Man and Avengers film is all MCU stuff. Spider-Man homecoming is a Sony film that Marvel has the creative license to. Venom is strictly a Sony film that Marvel really doesn't have much to do with. Uh, and that's why you didn't see Peter Parker appear in a Venom film yet. So, but you know, we're hearing there's new agreements that they're trying to do. So we shall see because, uh, I think now they're seeing the popularity of Miles Morales and Marvel would love, love to use Miles Morales on the big screen. And especially in that Spider-Man 3 movie that's coming out. So as we talked about on here, we broke the scoop from our, fam, our man Mikey Sutton. There's a new agreement that the Sony and Marvel did. So they're going to be using the Tom McGuire and Andrew Garfield versions in Spider-Man 3. We, we talked about this, I think, a year ago that we talked about what was going to be happening with the Spider-Verse stuff. And, and that would take an agreements with... Uh, Sony and Disney to be able to make all that work to get all these characters. That's why we already saw what uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro, right? We got uh, what's his name, Doc Ock coming. So I mean, those are all old Sony films that Marvel's pulling from. So man, Spider Man, Sandman's coming back. Yeah, but I digress. Let's back to the list. So number second Star Wars book on the list, and number five Star Wars X Wing Rogue Squadron from 1995. That is a way early. Uh, a dark horse book that nobody cared about before <laughs> that Disney investor call. So, all right, what do you got for number four? Another DC book, hey. Justice League, or oh, Justice Society of America, number one. This is a DC 2006 release. So, per comic book resources, it was announced that Quintessa Swindle will portray Cyclone in the upcoming DC film Black Adam, mm -hmm. another addition to the Justice Society of America. This news helped spiked her first appearance in this issue and sold 29 copies, had a seven-day trend of 372%, and had a high sale of 10550 for a CGC 9.8. So we're finally getting some Black Adam news moving along here, man. So, man, there's, there's going to be a lot of, uh, there's going to, if that really blows up, man, there's a lot of really kind of obscure first characters in that version of the This DC. is a Jeff Johns run, yeah. Yeah, this is, like this is the alternate Earth, this is Earth 2 characters yep. that we're talking about, Just Society, which is always kind of kooky, that goes all the way back to like the Silver Age, um, and uh, back to, I guess... Every time we bring up Sony and Spider-Man, Spider always is the biggest news. Peter Parker believes, us, and what I'm saying is, Miles Morales is coming, and from what our initial scoop was, he's going to be cameoed in Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man 4. He will have a full-on appearance in it. So, the obviously, Spider-Man 3 is already packed. But what we're hearing so far is it's going to be a Miles cameo, and then eventually you'll see full-on Ultimate Spider-Man in probably Spider-Man 4, because Spider-Man 3 is already packed. But I would imagine maybe an end credit scene or something like that. Yeah, kind of like the way Miles was introduced in the PS4 game, right? You didn't mm -hmm. see him in costume, but they, they introduced him when then he came into PS5, and just the world just exploded. It just mm -hmm. went crazy. So number four on the list is JSA, Just Society of America, number one from 2006, the Jeff Johns run. All right, number three on the list is I have never heard of. 
Never heard. So get ready for this. This is a Dark Horse book. Came out in 2019. Number three is Wired, number one. And uh, is it Wired or Weird? I weird, no Wired. I don't know. Yeah. W-Y-R-D. I, who knows? Maybe I'd say Wired. Wired. I'd, I'd say Wired. You say Wired. You're going to go with yeah. me, Ryan? I'm going to okay. go with Wired, yeah. yeah okay. I'm going to go with right. Weird, man. I'm going to go of with course, Weird. Of course, of course. Right. You know, tomato, tomato. All right. So after a huge content last week, it's nice to have a quieter one with this week's news from Deadline reporting that Matthew... Right, Raithus, Raithus, Raithus. I don't know. It's a headline wire drama inspired by a book in works at FX from Sheldon Matthew Turner. Rise. Right. Matthew R- Rise, right? Matthew Rise. Yeah, Matthew Rise. Okay. All right. So this helped the one year old comic book land both the standard cover and a variant in our top 10. It sold 20 copies and had a seven day trend of 651%. Wow. And had a high sale of $29 and had a, raw, had a high grade for a rock. That just copy. means no one. Was buying this book seven yeah, days right, ago. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I've never even seen this, but I don't know anything about this. And so I th- it was- also, it, I think it shows confidence some people have in FX as a network because FX sure. does some great, great shows. And FX yep. is also doing um, Why the Last Man. And yep. uh, there was where that book is. Forget about it. That book is that's a that ghost. And already, it's, it's already it's expensive. Yeah. I have an eight point five, and I don't even want to sell that it, book. So. Is like saga. Yeah. I don't know how I got an eight point five, and that book looked pretty damn clean. But you uh, got lucky. Yeah, well, so no, FX is doing lucky. so FX does a lot of indie stuff, you know what I mean? And you know, they're pulling, you know, and FX is part of Disney if you if you if you really think about it, you know. So mm-hmm. but FX is uh they have the proper budgets. Every most FX shows I, I really enjoy. They're typically more adult, they're a little bit more violent, and they're done pretty well from you yeah. know, from you know, uh I, I love that one show that takes place in the eighties about the about the uh, all the crack dealers uh, in LA. I, I love that show, man. I forgot what it's called though, but it'll be back pretty soon. But uh, there you go. So weird, wired, word, whatever. <laughs> number <laughs> number one from 2019. Look at that. It, 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 the comic came out in 2019 already being optioned. I mean, it just goes to show the what hollywood is looking yeah. to for to you know especially long form storytelling when i say long form i mean like series like on fx or you know abc and right. i mean remember Stumptown? that was a that was an abc show that was from a comic as well i mean there's there's just if you talk to the guys at cover rice and and they're they live in la they'll tell you there are literally hundreds of projects that get uh bought up uh by hollywood sometimes they come to fruition and sometimes studios buy them so nobody else will but you know fx right that's a it's already that's a platform that's already established so there's good chances it'll come out i mean why the last man was in option purgatory forever and it finally looks like it's going it really takes a creative team of producers and actors who really believe in a project to push along to make sure the studios you know stick to the plan especially with uh the shutdown of quarantine of covid and hollywood a lot of things have been pushed aside but you got to really believe in a project to make sure it happens and continues and hopefully uh our our, our friend Dustin Wynn and Descender keeps moving. Sony's uh-huh. got the option. On another Lemire. So. I love it. No, another Lemire. Uh, yeah, Jeff Lemire, man. Yeah. Yep. And isn't didn't they option Sweet Tooth as well? Yeah. So, so a lot wow. of these guys. I mean, you know, he's a great writer, though. I mean, I love some him. comic Lamar. writers just make comics in hopes it will get optioned, and you could tell in the storytelling. And some guys do the comics, and if it becomes a story, saga famously has said we will never ever adapt to the big screen unless paul uh, wes anderson was to do it and i think they did that a tongue-in-cheek right because wes anderson style would doesn't seem like it would be no. for saga but saga is one of those bulletproof books where it doesn't matter if uh, it's being optioned by hollywood and it just continue it's just a great comic crazy storyline and people mm-hmm. will continue collecting and i don't know if people would think it's going to be optioned but you know it's just like tooth uh remember no chew 
True. That was a long option book too, where uh, the guy was like a detective or something. He had to eat people's uh, remains and he would oh, figure out. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So number three on the list is Wired Word number one. Although, didn't they do iZombie? And that kind of was. I mean, she was a zombie, but she got like, yeah, she got same thing. She's eating them. Eat- Eat people's brains or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to that show? Uh, CW happened to that show. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, the CW's because of death. I swear to God. Be careful of that that Wonder Girl series. I'm just saying, everybody's jumping on that train now. But give it a couple years on CW, and it uh, could just drain the life out of it. But uh, all right. So number three, Wired Word number one from Dark Horse 2019. I wonder what number two is going to be. <laughs> well, hey, I'm going to say ditto everything that Otto said. Ditto. Yeah. However, I do have a little to add. The Lemire variant took the lead here, as we see. It sold 29 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 716% and had a high sale of $40 for a raw copy. Which is interesting because Jeff Lemire is known more as um, a writer as opposed to an artist. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm wondering, you know, you know, you get Jeff Lemire, you think, oh, he's the... uh, the, He did a cover for one of the Hawkeye books. Don't yeah. forget that. Yeah, but he's more known for uh, his writing. I mean, if you if you think about Correct. all of his stuff that he's done, so it's kind of interesting that I mean, if you think about it, um, Donny Cates, Mister Mister Originality himself, Donny Cates is done is did his own variant as well. Like you know, uh-huh. you know, like trying to be like Jeff Lemire did in 2019. But, but Lemire also wrote and drew. He writes and draw, write, writes and draws a lot of his books. Like he does both. Yeah, did, I mean, that's... Uh, what was that indie where they were in space and it would like you'd read it and it would go from back to forth oh i forget anyway he did that well, he, he did sweet done... tooth he did the nobody he did xx county uh he did some right stuff but he wrote guy. and draw though drew those is what yeah. i'm saying so yeah descender he wrote and obviously dustin Wynn did the art for uh, i'm trying to think what else royal city trillium I think he... trillium yeah. is the book trillium, i was thinking yeah. of yeah. i think royal city he did some uh covers for yeah no actually royal city he was the writer and the artist on that one so that's another one uh that mm-hmm. he did back in march so you don't see many of these on the uh the big two, DC and Marvel, right. uh, you know, because, you know, the days of artists, writers are gone. John Byrne was probably the one that did it, you know, one of the best. Frank Miller, obviously, wrote and drew his own stuff. Uh, Todd McFarlane tried, but then realized he's a horrible writer. So he had other <laughs> people write books for him and just stuck to doing his art. I mean, if you think about the original Spawn run, the best are the ones that's written by somebody else besides him. Uh, right. You know, Jim Lee, not known as a storyteller. Most of these guys are artists. So, you know, it's a little bit different. So. All right, so um, over under three and a half, there's two Star Wars books. So if you played the uh, under, you're looking good. If you played the over, you're not going to win because even if this last book is Star Wars book, that would only set it at three and the over under was three and a half. But what do we have for number one? We don't have a Star Wars book. We've got another image book, though. So it's Solid Blood number 17. All right, so let's get this one ready. So this book came from a parallel universe. Is a weird once-per-store issue that ties into the Donny Cates crossover event. This issue alters some of the comic-slash-story history of certain image books. It's a fun book that truly plays into a real what-if. It easily landed in a top spot after selling 219 copies, had a seven-day trend of 438%, at a high sale of $49. 99 for a raw copy solid blood never 17 okay um yeah this is so this is an alternate uh uh mission story right i believe that's what it was 
told is it's actually an alternate story of Michonne from Walking Dead. And Robert Kirkman, and then you know what? I'll pull up the video because, you know, Robert Kirkman was obviously trying to, like, uh, wasn't really fooling anybody. You know what I'm saying? Um, Let's see. Okay, so I'm going to pull up the video. I'm going to play it for you guys here. Let's uh, see. Let me make sure I can share this correctly. I never do. But in case you haven't seen it, I'm going to play it here, and it's not copyrighted. So, uh, so this came out like a few days ago, and that's when people really started specking on it. So um, let me do the old uh, Chrome tab. This one. No, look Share at that. Audio. Sharing our screen. Okay. And all right. So it's sharing now? No, you got to take down the graphic. Oh, first. okay. Hold on. There you all go. All right. So let's go uh, full screen. And I got the volume playing. This is what Car- Robert Kirkman released on December 9th. So that was, you know, jeez, that was like uh, two weeks ago from tomorrow. Let's see what old Robert has to say about this here book. Hey, everybody. Uh, Robert Kirkman here. Um, This is kind of a weird one. I don't even really know where to begin. Uh, 2020. Uh, (laughs) Never fails to surprise. So we got contacted at uh, Image Comics about three weeks ago. Uh, from the printer that said that they had found a uh, pallet of books that had mysteriously arrived. Uh, They were there one morning when I guess they came to open up the warehouse. And uh, um, they sent a few of the books to us. And uh, well, let me just um, just show you what we're talking about here. Hold on a second. Um, So, uh, this is apparently a comic book called uh, Solid Blood uh, by myself and Ryan Hotley, and this is issue 17, but the thing is, uh, these are, like, these are characters that Ryan and I had discussed doing something with uh, post-Invincible, uh, you know, that, that we definitely, like, created but uh ryan is exclusive to marvel he just wrapped up a run on amazing spider-man and is working on something in secret now for marvel and i uh very busy with all the various different things that i'm doing the new invincible show you should all be excited about uh various walking dead programs i've got oblivion song i've got firepower i've got outcast die, die, die. Uh, anyway uh, basically this is a comic book that we did not work on that has come from I don't know where. I originally thought it was a prank that Ryan was trying to play on me, but he is claiming that that is not the case. Um, I mean, this is like a full, real comic book, um, you know, and like reading it over, like it certainly seems like my work and again features characters that we have talked about. Um, I mean, you can see it has a full credits page, um, you know, that is, it's just, I don't know, man, it is, uh, super weird, but, uh, there were, yeah. you know, tens of thousands of copies of this comic book Don't quit your in day storage. Job. And so I thought, you know, it's 2020, uh, what the hell, why don't we distribute this? So this is actually going to be in stores, uh, December 16th. So if you want to go to your local comic shop and get the most confusing comic book 
that, that yeah, was the yeah. most confusing explanation. What the yeah, hell is he talking about? We get the gist of it, all right? You're, don't, quit your, don't quit your day job. Uh-huh. You're a horrible actor. Oh, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. like I don't know. I, 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 I just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, so it's just a weird uh, one per store comic that they decided to come out with but you know he had to make a video to make it viral i guess you're i mean he's so unhip and uncool about doing this that it didn't fool anybody so but you know what it's too like he said it's 2020 it came out everybody grabbed it but it's going to be a one-off uh i believe it's a mission alternate storyline that ties into um crossover thing someone in the know. chat said spoiler 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 that michonne dies on the first page or something like that okay yeah so but that wasn't true because he opened up the first page so it's a cool gimmick thing uh you know obviously you didn't fool anybody by doing this whole thing i don't know where it came from you know it's yeah come on uh but you know either way it's still a kind of a cool thing but yeah we've had these one per store variants i mean kirkman has done this before so it's just kind of you know kind of par for the course but be careful where you go with this don't spend too much on it um it's a one-off and you know it's just all part of donnie hates Kate's the hype machine that he's doing over on his book. Um, I think there was even people who speculated that crossover was going to bring in the DC stuff and Marvel stuff, but pump your brakes and let the, uh, let the legal team worry about that. I don't think Marvel's yeah. going to allow him to do that with the, uh, with Im- I'm trying to remember the last image crossover with Marvel would be, would that be the, uh, the Mephisto thing uh, that came out? Remember there was a Witchblade and Wolverine cover and way back when in the nineties, do you guys remember that? Yeah, I, I do. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, was. it was like a devil. It was like a thing where Mephisto it mixed all the uh, popular image characters with the Marvel characters, and like uh, you know, I'm trying to think when else was there a Marvel. I mean, think about Marvel and DC. We never do crossover. Yeah, Marvel and Image. Um, it took a while for Marvel to kind of get over what the the guys from Image did to them, right? If you think about uh, McFarlane, Jim Lee, Rob Liefeld, all yep. leaving Marvel, yep. and then Mar- Mar- you know, and Marvel really getting pissed off at first, and then finally. They had to kind of be like, all right, we're working, you guys, because Image is absolutely blowing up now. But now, you know, Image is kind of all indie stuff, and they don't really. Uh, if you think about it, Tom McFarlane is the last vestige of what old Image used to be, where they used to have a combined universe. Remember the mm-hmm. whole uh, darker Image thing, where they had like all the Youngblood titles and Wildcats and uh, Wild Jim Lee. Storm. Yeah. yeah, well, Jim Lee destroyed that when he sold out and took Wildstorm with him to DC so DC could just kill it. Uh, I believe Grifter is like a coming, like the few character that's coming back. But it had a ton of great Wildstorm characters that Jim Lee just absolutely pumped up, sold his soul to the devil of DC, and then destroyed the DC comics universe as we know it. Uh, Jim Lee is a horrible publisher, and you can put that on wax. I'm saying it right now. Um, he doesn't do anything besides Batman. Um, you know, So we shall see. Uh, but hopefully there's going to be... Forget what you heard about Jim Lee still being a publisher. They got a new publisher in there, and that's why this new whole wave of Future State and everything is different. I mean, you know, Jim Lee can do his one in 500 uh, variants, but for the most part, he destroyed uh, DC Comics. I mean, it went from being a serious competitor to Marvel to now having just 20%, 30% of the market share, uh, whereas they used to be pretty popular. Uh, There's so many... Batman who last stories you can tell and until you get fresh blood. That's why I'm happy to see that now, at least now they have some characters that they could build off of punchline. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the new character you just talked about? The, all the future state characters, yeah, you know, finally pump, stuff. hopefully they uh, pump up a new blood enough to where AT&T can see them as a viable thing. Cause what I'm think is happening and what it looks like is happening. And uh, another one is that new wonder woman book is coming out digitally first and then it's going to be a trade three two months later right 
you should be worried about that as a comic book collector because what's that telling you is they're just creating a digital property to get the intellectual property so then they can make a show or movie. If you think about the CW, they're already putting Naomi and Wonder Girl, who hasn't come out yet, on the CW. Um, so if it continues on a CW, think about it. Why do they need a comic book to continue telling the stories if the CW is going to do it for you? I'm just thinking out loud, just thinking right. out loud. So, right. uh, you know, if you want the comics to s- survive and succeed, buy them, buy them and buy them as much as you can. Because if CW is just cranking out shows and they don't need to publish comics, the suits at AT&T are going to look at the cheapest mean a cheaper avenue possible of getting the properties onto cw hbo max and the big screen so if they don't make comics if they if i can create a character and it goes onto the uh, digital platform that's so much cheaper than actually publishing comics every month and getting a a writer an artist an editor letterer and all those you know what i'm saying yeah so just just be you know be careful what you wish for for everything streaming you still want the uh, or or take it one step further what if they just go strictly digital and they don't do any printed copies anymore well, if you guys read the tea leaves, the person who took over for Dan DeDio, uh, I forgot the woman's name, but I've been saying this for months now. As soon as they hired her, guess where she came from? She replaced Dan DeDio as a very, very old school comic publisher to the point where the uh, the new school cats who are easily offended and, you know, get their feelings hurt like Cyborg, um, they can work with Dan DeDio anymore. They fired Dan DeDio as a very old school guy. If you like him or don't like him, it's just how you did your job. Your boss yells at you, you man up, you do your job. Mm-hmm. Well, the new person that took over for Dan DeDio, guess where she came from? She came from the digital comic side of DC Publishing. That's Tea leaves, she, tea leaves, tea leaves. If she pushes that narrative, then you, you got to think, man, Stargirl is another good example, right? Is there a new Stargirl comics? Because uh, that show has gone on and on. And I would say Stargirl for, you know, I enjoy Stargirl. I mean, I know it's kind of for, you know, younger people, but it's fun comic book stuff on TV, right? I'm on, um, because I think it's on, is it, it's on HBO Max now, right? Yeah. Stargirl, yeah. Yep. Is there a Stargirl ongoing comic right now? Not that I'm aware of. I don't know, though. I would have to defer to the live chat. There you go, man. So uh, that's, I'm just saying, it's kind of interesting, man. You know, you want it to be hand in hand where you have that yeah. ongoing comic, like, and I hate to be pull like Marvel versus DC, but Marvel takes the comic book stories. And that's why I tell you, typically it's from five, six years ago, a, a established storyline in the comics. And that's a, Hey, let's take that and put it on the films. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they just showed you with uh, another example of that will be armor wars. Armor wars is already an established comic book of a story that they're going to develop onto a series. So, um, Sometimes, you know, let the horse lead the cart as opposed yeah. to as opposed to the, the cart leading the horse, right? Is that the metaphor? Is yes. that an analogy? That is know, whatever. Yes, it's an it assembly right. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's it, boys and girls. So we stretched that out for a good 45 minutes. But I want right. to thank you guys all for being with us. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa and Festivus or nothing if you don't celebrate it at all. But I want to thank you for being with us for this entire year after we rebuilt the channel and had to grind back up to 57 subs whatever so uh what uh really been proud of the channel this year is a lot of our subscribers watch our stuff our subscriber to views is pretty good we have five thousand subs and we get about two three thousand views that means more than up to 50 percent of our subscribers are watching it's pretty awesome if you have if you have two hundred thousand subscribers and you only get three thousand views that is like less than two percent of your subscribers are pretty watching. whack so, we appreciate all you guys watching that are subbed up. That means when you guys get that notification, you guys are coming in and watching what we're doing. And we appreciate every single one of you, 120 of you watching right now. We know it's the holidays, but hey, 
you're quarantining with us. So right. you are, you are literally a captive audience. You is have that the no same? choice. That's right. Eight months it is. Eight months. You are literally a captive audience and I appreciate you. I'm saying all this now because I don't know if we'll be back on before Christmas, but I will have a scoop dropping on Christmas Day. It is pre-recorded as part of the uh, Geekosity Scoop Jam. Mine is MCU related. I will say it is... Oh, you're going to have to watch. I'm going to drop it on Christmas I've Day. I've seen the list. Yes. I recommend watching that on Christmas. And then yes. watch watch The Lords first, and then go watch the Wonder Woman 80, 84 movie. Yes. Yeah, right. I'm watching Wonder Woman 84. I'm watching Soul. And, uh, I'm watching everything, man, because you can't go anywhere. Yeah. You know? got to watch it all. Actually, that's what our tradition is on Christmas. You know, Christmas Day. Oh, actually, we open up our presents Christmas night, but then Christmas Day, we uh, we go to the movies. Same with Thanksgiving night, we go to the movies, and we just haven't been able to do that this year, man. Yeah. It just kind of sucks that way, but that's the tradition. And... For all my uh, Salvadoran friends, we'll be getting pupusas. Tearing Ooh. that shit up, son. Nice. Gotta get the pupusas, Those man. Salvadoran food, man. So, all right. So, uh, Merry Christmas to you all. Like I said, if we see you Thursday, it'll be earlier in the day. If our shakers list, I won't do it th- uh, Christmas evening because I know uh, most of the lords will be busy. Uh, so, if anything, we'll drop it around noon. Any last words, Santa Auto? No, thank you very much for joining. I'm glad I could join in tonight. And as always, please head over to Three Men in the Basement and sub up. I got some videos dropping soon. We're having a great time over on that channel. Roger Levesque, Dave in a cave. It's just been an absolute blast. Good to join you guys tonight. I'm glad I could jump yeah, in. I'm glad you got out early. Yeah, I got out early. Yeah, you we, know, needed got... the, we needed somebody with the Santa hat. Uh, That's you know, right. You know, it's a good Christmas guy, see, damn it, you know. Ryan should have the Santa hat and then done the whole Yeah, there, you know I, well, I did it last I did it last week and I forgot to wear it this week, but Merry Christmas to everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for joining us. We really, really do appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, so uh, there any hints on what the scoop is? Uh, well, I will say this, man. I've kind of been dropping hints on it for a year now. And uh, it's actually been something we've already talked about before, probably seven or eight months ago. Um, and I think it's just going to be uh, horrific. Oh, okay. Keep digging in the long boxes. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa and all that. We'll be back before the new year. But Merry Christmas and keep scary. <laughs>